Jim? We both thought he came over here for more than just to buy some meat. Well, Ricky, I was hoping to get a few grams for Randy. But he, look, he, he doesn't want to pay 12 bucks a gram anymore. Jim. He's smoking a lot of dope, Rick. He's a good customer. Jim. Uh, how about 10? Six grams, 60 bucks. Sure, what are you doing? I told you to stay off the counter. Look, you can have this, but that's it, all right? Now take that and get the fuck out. My father grades me to that, that other things like animals that live are like I that live, and I'm supposed to be the same to them and try to treat them good, but I've got fucking insects now coming to my trailer and frogs and fucking these things that look like cats, but they get these long beaky nose things. They're all attracted to my dope, and I can't sell my fucking dope, so I get all these things coming in like crows. Nicknamed this one crow Cheryl, and she's pretty cool, but... I have to give her peanut butter sandwiches. She stops stealing my fucking weed. And it's just, it's making me lose my fucking mind. I'm sick of all this shit. I gotta sell this fucking dope sooner. I'm gonna snap. Two pounds. What a fucking waste. Holy fuck. Rakins. That's what those furry little bitches are, Julian. They're fucking me over. Rakins. Top of the mold. I'm gonna snap, man. I can't deal with this shit. Two pounds of dope gone because of mold. Great. And I hate to keep blaming Corn Trevor. It's their fucking fault. They should be here dealing with this shit, not me. Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa.com at gmail.com. Feel free to e- to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa1S. Also check out the website IamCannabisSativa.com. On this website, we have blog posts, links to the archives of the podcast, and other videos from cannabis experts from many walks of the field. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Store. We are no longer posting new videos on SoundCloud for the time being, but please check out the other sources we mentioned as we are also on there. Hopefully, we can raise more funds to make uploading to SoundCloud more viable. Today's episode is going to be a primer on CBD. So, about CBD. Is CBD oil legal? It is a legal gray area. Hemp derived from certain parts uh, with less than 0.3% of THC of the plant has been legal for quite some time. But the CBD derived from marijuana, which contains over 0.3 percentage, is not considered federally legal. Again, I'm not a legal expert. I'm not your lawyer, so I'm I'm not liable. For, I'm not liable for 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 you getting in trouble or 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 anything like that. But from what I've researched and from how I understand it, the the former hemp derived CBD is likely not derived from these certain parts despite these vendors and and many of the places you see online saying it's legal and shippable to all 50 states hence it's a legal gray area overall for cbd many conditions such as anxiety depression leaky gut syndrome cancer and epilepsy benefit from the use of cbd fibromyalgia a condition that we talked about in episode six which i encourage you to listen to According to Dr. Rachina Patel, which we featured in a couple of our episodes, we featured her clips. She says that that fibromyalgia doesn't just benefit from CBD alone, but instead needs THC to help manage. So you're going to want 
both of those of, of those substances to help manage your fibromyalgia. There are many ways to consume CBD. There are CBD vape carts. There, there's flour. There's pills. There's edibles, tinctures, topicals, patches, and dabs. Obviously, with pills, tinctures, and edibles, it is much easier to dose how much CBD you are getting and how much works for you. This becomes a lot harder with vape pen smoking and dabs. So why CBD is important? CBD is important because it addresses the cannabinoid deficiencies that are inherent in some individuals. Getting cannabinoids put into this endocannabinoid system which is inherent in all of our bodies can help thing can help kill things like cancer cells in people's system. For example, in things like leaky gut syndrome, there are often not enough enzymes to break down food, and the lack of parasympathetic function helps lead to leaky gut disorder. According to Dr. Cristina Sanchez of Spain, Breast cancer, for example, is best treated with a high ratio of CBD to THC. So for, for folks that, that work a career and have a livelihood that is dependent on being drug-free but still want to benefit from cannabis, here's, here's what they can do. Well, for starters, many drug tests test for THC, so one should obviously avoid that if they are regularly drug-tested. However, folks seeking relief from pain and illness should look into CBD isolates. Full-spectrum CBD contains over 113 cannabinoids, and CBD just happens to be one of those 113. However, isolate in comparison just has CBD and no THC, which is great if you work in a field that does drug testing. Now, again, I'm not a lawyer, and... And I'm not liable if you get these isolates and end up failing a drug test. You, you, as always, with, with, with cannabis in, in, in the United States, it's still federally illegal. So you are assuming re- risk taking any form of cannabis. But if you want to get relief and, 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 and mitigate risk, it's best to get isolates if possible. And it should be noted that full spectrum is 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 infinitely better than than isolate no yeah full spectrum is actually is it's completely better than isolate and it can often be compared to eating the cheese and top topping of a pizza but discarding the entire crust and dough that it is on you will miss out on a lot of the whole picture or the entourage effect but that is a small price to pay for listeners whose livelihoods depend on remaining drug-free. Hopefully the drug laws on a federal level in the United States change sooner rather than later to abolish drug testing for cannabis altogether. Reliable CBD vendors. So folks who are looking for great CBD while they when they don't have access to the dispensary in their state or, or country, I would recommend and I would I would recommend you check out good reliable folks like CBD Charlotte's Web by the Stanley Brothers and places like CBDDistillery.com. You can find CBD and CBD isolate from these sources depending on what you are looking for. 
and closes going to be a video from Dr. Oz about CBD in an interview from Dr. Yasmin Hurd and Montel Williams about the efficacy of medical cannabis and CBD. As usual, we'll go into the Red State Cannabis News Roundout and close out the episode. Um, I mean, I can tell you from ex- from personal experience that Charlotte's Web, and I'm I'm not being paid or encouraged to say this, but I've 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 used it at CBD stores that I visited, and it's 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 very very effective and and good for a lot of different purposes. For for example, I use it to treat anxiety. I use it to treat my ADHD and. I've I've gotten significantly improved results from from taking Charlotte's Web by the Stanley Brothers when whenever I have I can afford it or I have the means to buy it. I've also had some success using a brand called CBD Gold Gold Oil. I I mean I would Google that and I would I would buy their sprays which I I've used to pretty great effect. Um actually i mean i've 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 used the cbd gold oil in addition to flour one time when i was taking the gre last year and it really helped starve off panic attacks for me when i when i when i take tests and it was very helpful in helping me focus and helping me go through the questions and not freak out when i didn't know the answer to a particular question i was able to take the test and do the best that i could you know i and I, I, I would say that those brands that we mentioned, that I mentioned, were, were are pretty good and you should check those out. And again, as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. The president has officially called the opioid epidemic a national emergency. It's one of the worst public health crises in a generation. Drug overdoses are now the leading cause, the leading cause of death among adults under age 50. Opioids like heroin, Think about this. They kill 91 people every single day. And every state is affected, with 12 states having more opioid prescriptions than people in the state. Now, you might know a lot of those statistics, but here's what you don't know. There's a radical, bold, and controversial solution that many believe is a promising way to help fix this crisis. Today, could medical marijuana, you heard right, could medical marijuana be the secret weapon to fighting opioid addiction. To learn more, I recently got exclusive inside access to one of the most cutting edge high tech facilities growing medical marijuana. America's attitude towards marijuana is changing, especially when it comes to medical use. Now legal in 29 states. New research is investigating the benefits of medical cannabis for a range of diseases like multiple sclerosis, glaucoma, and osteoporosis. And over the next five years, a study funded by the nation's top medical research agency is looking into whether medical marijuana reduces opioid use among adults with chronic pain. TV personality Montel Williams has been a medical marijuana advocate for years, and he's turned his passion into a business, launching a line of medical cannabis products. Recently, Montel took me on a private tour of a licensed cannabis cultivation facility. And then we dipped in a breeding hormone first. What struck me here was the science of it all, how the environment was meticulously controlled, the plants selectively bred, and the lighting timed and color adjusted. What we're doing is we're mimicking the way the sun goes around the earth. So at the beginning of the plant's life, it's like in spring. When fall's coming, the sun gets closer, the days get shorter, the higher red spectrum. So 
This is one of our bloom rooms. 50 lights in a bloom room. And we've got about 25 square feet. Oh my goodness. For light. So, oh my, look at these. And then this, do you get the pot from these? Yeah, go ahead and split that's, it. That's, give us, give us that's a bucket. Turkey. That's what we would call it. Montel is here to talk about this controversial idea to use marijuana to treat opioid addiction. Also, Dr. Yasmin Erd is a neuroscientist studying the impact of marijuana and opioid addiction. Thank you for the tour. Absolutely, sir. But let me start with Dr. Erd. The latest research, what's out there that might tempt us to think that marijuana, which people always criticize as a gateway drug, may actually be the salvation for many suffering with opioids? Um, you know, although marijuana has been used for millennia, research is still in its infancy. So 17 years ago, when I got diagnosed with MS, I made it very public. I told people what I go through. If I concentrate on my pain, I can't even sit here. Yeah. I had a doctor, and I told you this, who said to me, Montel, listen to me, I'm not going to write you any more prescriptions. You need to figure this out. I know some people who have MS who, like you, say that this marijuana stuff works. You need to go find out. And I started digging. This was 17 years ago. That's why I've been involved in every single state that has passed legislation to allow a patient and a doctor to have a conversation. And if you, my doctor, says Montel, use marijuana, everybody else can shut up and get out of my conversation. Yes, it's a doctor's issue. It's a doctor issue. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Hurd, what catches me off guard is when I talk to folks who have had problems with opiate addiction, they say we're trading one addiction for a different addiction when we go to methadone or something else. Do you methadone. think that's true if you switch to pot? Is that just another addiction? And what are the downsides of marijuana as a treatment? If there's no free lunch in America. There's, there's always a bad side to everything. Yeah, every drug doesn't matter, um, you know, what drug has positive and negatives. Um, the risks for marijuana is that, for example, um, there, it's not the marijuana on the streets. What we're trying to develop for a medical marijuana is not a smoking route, because many physicians, it's tough to tell someone to smoke a joint. You want to know exactly what dose to tell people for their specific disorder. Let me just explain to everybody what we're talking about. So I'm gonna, I'll take your situation, Montel, because, sure. again, Montel does everything that you'd right. want an American citizen to do. And this is what happens 17 years ago, in your case, if you're addicted to something, or today, in America, right now, that's why 91 people a day are dying. You have issues trying to get off detoxing from heroin. First of all, people go through a withdrawal that turns on the stress center of the brain, and that stress center causes a lot of pain. I mean, the kind of pain you can't withstand. The opiates can actually make the pain you may have had even worse, which we don't talk about. That's the biggest hypocrisy, my friends, of all, is that chronic use of, of opiates for chronic pain has not, with studies, been shown to be effective. Are you all clear on that? This is your Red State Cannabis News Roundup for the week of September 22nd. 
marijuana legalization debated by Ohio and New Mexico gubernatorial candidates. Marijuana Movement The Ohio gubernatorial candidates The Democratic and Republican gubernatorial candidates from Ohio and New Mexico discussed their views of marijuana legalization in debates that were held this week. The Democratic gubernatorial candidate Richard Cordray voiced his support saying, when it goes to the ballot, I will cast my vote yes to legalize it. In contrast, Republican candidate and Attorney General Mike DeWine said, quote, I'm against it, he said. I will veto it. Marijuana has been legalized in numerous states now, and they're working through these issues, quote. New Mexico gubernatorial candidates. New, Mexico, New Mexico's Democratic gubernatorial candidate, Michelle Lujan Grisham, supports legalizing marijuana, saying it is, quote, not a gateway drug. Legalization would bring, quote, millions of dollars to the New Mexico economy, and she would be, quote, inclined to sign, quote, a legalization bill granted that cannabis edibles, workplace safety, and, med and the medical cannabis program, as well as underage consumption, are properly regulated. The Republican candidate, Steve Pierce, opposes legalization, saying, quote, I do not see how putting one more obstacle in front of people helps them get out of poverty and get back on their feet. So I never been supporting supportive of legalizing recreational marijuana quote state asked court to reverse medical marijuana home door ruling florida politics outside counsel for florida's department of health filed an initial brief last thursday for its appeal at the first district court of appeals circuit judge karen Heavers in April decided that a Tampa Bay, that a Tampa strip club mogul Joe Render had the right to homebrew under the 2016 Medical Marijuana Constitutional Amendment. The outside counsel believes that the quote definition of medical marijuana use does not include the right to cultivate or grow marijuana even for personal use quote. According to the brief, only licensed providers of medical marijuana treatment centers are, quote, authorized to cultivate marijuana and therefore any medical use of marijuana that is not cultivated by the MMTC would not be in compliance with the amendment. The health department spokeswoman said that the agency, quote, fully expects Judge Beaver's ruling to be reversed on appeal, quote. Lieutenant Governor asked again to dismiss lawsuit trying to block medical marijuana from the ballot in Utah. Fox 13, Salt Lake City. Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox is requesting for a federal judge to dismiss a lawsuit to block November's medical marijuana initiative, Proposition 2, from going on the ballot. The, the Utah's Attorney General's office defended the lieutenant governor's authority to put the measure before voters saying, quote, the challenge provisions of the UMCA, Utah Medical Cannabis Act, are not patently unconstitutional and could be become law if passed, quote. Assistant Utah Attorney General Andrew 
Dimek wrote. Dimek also said, quote, Plaintiffs do not have a private right of action to challenge the lieutenant governor's approval of UMCA for signature gathering or its declaration that the UMCA initiative is sufficient to be submitted to Utah voters for approval or rejection. Quote. This case was initially filed in state court, but was later escalated to the federal court. The Utah's patient coalition who is backing the Proposition 2 has also joined the lawsuit to defend the measure. And this wraps up the Red State Cannabis News Roundup. Stay tuned for next week for additional updates in Red State Cannabis Reform. Do you remember the first kiss? Stars shooting across the sky To come to such a place as this Say